welcome to the Forbes India cover story podcast series in association with theindicast.com. My name is Abhishek and this issue's cover is the luxury special package and it talks about how the vertical has transformed itself across industries uh, making the whole experience uh, more personalized and customized. Joining me on the call is uh, Forbes India's Pankti Mehta Karakia who's authored the cover. Hi Pankti, it's great to have you back. Hi Abhishek, thanks for having me. Uh, Apankti, you start by saying, and I quote, that in an era where luxury is becoming about increasing levels of customization, you, the consumer, are now the product. Uh, can you explain in what sense uh, do you mean that? Sure. As we approach 2020, which is now just a few weeks away, so a lot of the rules have been rewritten. Consumers are making buying decisions more based on uh, what a brand stands for and how it aligns with their own values as opposed to, you know, just accumulating collections of expensive things. So they want to hold their brands accountable. And this is obviously also fueled by social media where you are engaging with brands at every touch point. You know, they want, suppose, Gucci to go for free or Zomato to take on um, people who uh, want to divide the country based on religion and so on. An extension of that is, of course, the way they make their, make their decisions on what to buy, which is obviously dictated now more and more by what a brand indicates. So in that sense, personalization is becoming more and more crucial for brands to invest in. This also extends to making sure that uh, products that are shown to customers on e-commerce websites are sort of what they have already been looking for. So suppose if I may be someone who is interested in, I'll say, suppose a sustainable sort of, I have a bent of a sustainable sort. The brands are obviously collecting data over time and they know that you are a customer who is ethically inclined towards that and that that's what they will show you. Technology has a pivotal role to play in uh, changing these industries. That has always been the case, whether it was, you know, switching from agents to buying tickets online, whether it's movies or planes. But today, it's it's a whole different realm where companies don't have to stock their products, but there are different ways for the consumer to simulate the purchase uh, on an app in a physical environment. You know, how has the industry changed uh, in the last five or seven years? Sure. So uh, since we're talking about luxury in particular, uh, so luxury retail has always been defined by a superior customer experience, right? You go to a store and they make you find ways to make you feel special and make you want to invest in that particular product or service. So brands are now looking to replicate that in, in the e-commerce format. So, for instance, they are using a lot of augmented and virtual reality. So as you mentioned that the inventory doesn't need to be at the store. So in the story, I spoke about uh, this experience I did with Audi and their very premium A8L model, which is a sort of a, a, you know, they call it a limousine format. And um, it has been a bit delayed in coming to India, but they didn't want to give up on the buzz that uh, the pre-sales department had been working on. So what they did locally, the Indian team, they created uh, a virtual reality experience. So you go into an Audi store, you put on the virtual reality headset. I mean, I did it and I can say with some um, with some surprise that it was actually very, very, very realistic. So it actually felt like you were sitting in the car and you could change the colors. You could play with, you know, the seat, uh, different features. There's a foot massage. Obviously, you can't actually get that mm. massage, but it <laughs> gives you the simulation of, you know, what happens, what goes into it. So, yeah, it was really cool. So that was one uh, one example. 
and they also have an augmented reality version of it so they can you know whether it's not possible to set up the vr uh, to you they'll just bring an ipad and sort of project the car into say your parking lot you can interact with it obviously on a screen so that's different from being actually immersed into it uh, with virtual reality but yeah that that those are some ways in which uh, they are getting to buyers and where does this leave businesses which perhaps are either reluctant to change slow or the form itself prohibits them from doing some innovations like for example where does it leave players like uh, palladium the mall at phoenix mills which is uh, frequented by very well heeled denizens in mumbai so now that they have alternatives uh, you mentioned e-commerce how is it impacting them the luxury sector has been famously known to be the slowest adopter of technology because they still held on to the human touch we spoke about earlier but even players like uh, say physical malls are cannot leave technology behind anymore right with artificial intelligence with machine learning they are profiling every customer segmenting them what it means is that uh, every customer's needs should be known to them and the product catered accordingly right so with palladium for instance you know they acknowledge i spoke with gayatri roya which an interview that's in this in this issue as well palladium completes 10 years now she i asked her what the function of a mall is in the in the age of e-commerce and she said that e-commerce you know is powerful we can't stay away, away from it for too long they don't see it as competition because it um, increases the overall consumption within the market but of course even even um, retail stores themselves as you see in the audi example or this company this other company i speak about called um, style.me which is uh, which is doing a special augmented reality brand for the jewelry industry in particular so that also works at retail stores at physical retail stores uh but how it works is that the customer comes you know they have their app on an ipad uh which opens as a as a camera so you see yourself on the screen and just like a snapchat filter you can select what jewelry design you want and it will project that onto you and show how you look in that much like a snapchat or instagram filter so yeah there are ways in which uh, retail stores will and do evolve as well right and and moving away from cities and going to tier 3 and tier 4 cities the market there is quite big and it has taken some uh, industries by surprise in that people are willing to spend and they have a good taste as well we've always heard of how india's small towns are becoming one of the largest consumers of luxury as well certain towns of course more than others so yeah with the example of mirar for instance i mean one of the advantages of using technology like that is that you don't have to transport uh, your inventory here and there which for jewelers is the highest cost they work with tanishk for instance which has obviously brand stores all over the country um and they were surprised to know how you know how much demand they're getting from places like rajkot or akola you know smaller towns that aren't even mentioned in the same ambit as as the mini metros even what she said was that uh, you know jewelers there want to be known as progressive and tech savvy because i guess that's a reflection of how the market is moving and they also you know take pride in being one of the first people there to have such technology so yeah i mean the impact of technology also is that it can take you to places that a physical product may not be able to this could um, lead to a boom in, in some ways as well right and last couple of questions some other examples and stories of the package it has uh, it's a fact one so if you could you know give a little bit of a teaser uh, for the listeners what can the listeners expect 
Sure. So it is, as you said, a fat package and it's a pretty solid one, I think. There is one important story on, you know, why are we talking about the, about the luxury market now uh, when the economy is as it is. So we basically take a look at um, how the luxury market is reacting to this, uh, to the so-called slowdown. What it finds is that while analysts are a bit skeptical and saying that, you know, sales might a hit uh, luxury brands on the other hand are pretty upbeat and uh, you know going all out launching new car models uh, new products all of that uh, so that's one story then we have another couple of stories on ethical and sustainable uh, luxuries so we're looking at how sustainable fashion is catching on but why it's also so expensive to invest in sustainable uh, clothes so what that means for India. We're also looking at uh, inclusive sizing in fashion, so plus size luxury. So how how and why and whether enough brands are taking on the that end of the market where people need plus size clothes and not just focusing on, you know, the slim model figures. And we also have a really interesting story in how on how more women are getting into horse riding which is considered, you know, a passion of the rich and famous and uh, also a masculine sort of passion. Um, so, yeah, those are some of the highlights. Brilliant. It's a very colorful uh, package that you've put together, uh, Pankti, urging all uh, listeners to, uh, you know, download this podcast and comment on it. Thank you very much for your time on, on this one, Pankti. Thanks, Abhishek. Thank you. And uh, all your listeners, uh, you know where to get the podcast on iTunes and on Forbes India. And to have someone call you for a Forbes India subscription, Message Forbes to 51818.